Joining us now on the Newsmaker Line is uh, Ward 7 Alderman Joe McMiniman. Joe, uh, good morning to you. And first of all, how are things uh, around the McMiniman house here during the coronavirus? Chris, good morning. Uh, You know, we've raised our children, so we don't have that responsibility. Um, All our parents have passed on, so we don't have responsibilities in that direction. So everyone's situation is different. And um, my wife and I, we've both basically retired from full-time, you know, uh, structured uh, daily jobs. So we've got uh, freedom to try to manage in this new and different normal, Chris. For sure. Alderman, we got a committee of the whole meeting tonight. Uh, What's on the docket? What are you guys going to be focusing on? You know, there's a lot on the docket, like there always is, Greg. Uh, We've got 24 ordinances. They range from uh, utility contracts, telecommunication contracts. We've got um, an engineering contract for Drawbridge Road, which is in my uh, ward uh, in Sherwood, uh, to to repair and and actually replace the bridge there. We've got the hazardous household hazardous waste contract, which is a very popular program for our uh, citizens of Springfield, which is a two-year contract. We've got um, some railroad uh, relocation purchases in the works. One's a big one for Quick Wall, uh, over a million dollars to purchase their um, property. We've got a Cokie Mill Greenbrier intersection a redo um, contract for engineering services. We've got money going to Kidzeum. Um We've got money going to get a good census going. And then we've got um, a bunch of appointments to the housing Policy Advisory Council, which is a new council, um, like a commission, a, a committee, uh, to advise the city on how to promote housing ownership and um, and to protect and maintain our um, tipping point older neighborhoods. And then we've got two uh, collective bargaining agreements, uh, Greg and Chris. One has to do with the uh, cement and plasterers, and one has to do with what is now a two-year expired contract with our police, and that's going to be a four-year contract, two years backwards and two years forward. Ward 7 Alderman Joe McMinniman is with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Remind me, Alderman, uh, Springfield Police, where are they on um, the residency issue? You know, that um, the, the um, police collective bargaining agreement, after um, discussions failed to produce a contract, it went to uh, what's called binding arbitration, and uh, the uh, we, we now received a decision from um, a three-panel of uh, arbitrators. The decision was rendered February 24, 2020. The hearing was back in November of 2019. It's a 39-page decision, Greg. I'm still studying it, a 39-page decision. There were three issues involved. There was the wages issue, what, what, the, what the wages percentage increase should be for each of the four years. Uh, there was an issue having to do with um, sick day cell buybacks. That's where you get cash for unused sick days. And then there was the residency issue, whether um, the police should um, fall in with the 21 other unions that have agreed to residency uh, for our city employees and um the the, it was a split decision by the panel on uh, the wages it was a split decision which went to the union uh, excuse me the the split decision on wages went to the city we the city won the wages um uh, um, difference of opinion the union won the residency issue on a split decision and then the uh sick day buyback 
that went entirely to the union. Uh, three, uh, there's three arbitrators. All three allowed the union to um, get that opinion. So this is going to be uh, retroactive back two years and then moving forward for two years. Is that how I understand this? That's correct. Okay. It's, uh, basically, yeah, from uh, 2018 through 2022. Now, after a decision is rendered like this, Greg and Chris, the city, the executive branch, can go into circuit court and challenge the hmm. findings of the three-member panel. Um, if they do that, it's within 90 days of the are, decision. Are the, are the courts open? <laughs> well, is that, is that not, something the courts yeah, can handle? People can't even get a divorce right now. Exactly, all the yeah. <laughs> I guess they could ask for a, you know an opinion, but who knows when we'll get it? Because the courts, like you say, it's hard to get in there. Just like it's hard to get into the city council. I mean, um, for for citizens to participate, it's not easy. Um, I don't know how the zoning commission meeting will go tomorrow night. The, the zoning commission meeting uh, um, Wednesday night, tomorrow night, involves all the matters that were held over from Wednesday, from uh, March when no meeting was held, together with the um, decision. Uh, uh, the um, matters for april so they got a, like a double meeting it could go on forever and they got all the attorneys and petitioners and objectors for all those matters but it's a new world out there ward seven alderman, ward seven alderman joel McMinniman is with us on news talk 94.7 and 970 wmay and alderman you talked about the new normal well, let's talk a little bit about the council meeting itself you know going in on the zoom and stuff have the what kind of challenges has that uh, proved to you it's working out well enough so far, Chris. We practiced it in groups of three uh, going back um, two weeks ago. So we've, we've had two meetings using Zoom. This will be our third meeting tonight. Um, typically, uh, what happened in the first two meetings, myself and Alderman Redpath um, voluntarily came into the council meeting. The mayor was there. We had a member of the clerk's office there. We had Tim Griffin there. We had uh, Fire Chief uh, Riney there. We had Julia Freebert there, and then some others would come and go as needed from the various departments. But I, I think we never had more than nine in the chambers at any one time. So we've tried to comply. Um, the Zoom, if you watch it on TV, you can see each uh, alderman that's um, from home or some remote location. They're, they've got a small box showing um, them, and we can all participate. We're still learning how to maneuver um the the uh, voice component from person to person and to recognize those that want to talk um it's it's working well enough i would say chris back back to the uh, uh contract here uh you've in the past opposed a bunch of uh, collective bargaining agreements for a variety of reasons uh are you going to support or oppose this uh collective bargaining agreement with uh, springfield police i've asked for a meeting with uh um our city attorney zirkel i'd like to know whether he thinks we've got grounds to take this into court. I'd also like to know some of the ground rules for if we, the, the governing body of the employing unit, uh, meaning the city council, the governing body, that's the language used in the statute, can reject one or more terms of the arbitrators, and then it goes back for further arbitration. I'd like to discuss that option. That requires a three-fifths vote if the governing body, meaning the city council, decides to reject one or more elements of the uh, decision, the 39-page decision. Um, I, I think I'm very disappointed in um, the decision and also that our police decided to um, fight the residency. I think we want to be policed by our own. We don't like to be policed by others from outside the city. I think 40% of our police, roughly, maybe more than that, are from outside the city. When we have neighborhood police officers, we want them to know and understand our neighborhoods from a long time of living here. 
I, and I, I think that um, we don't want one collective bargaining unit to be different than all the others. I think that creates dissension within our ranks, uh, within our city employees. And I, I think the firefighters really, I really commend them the way they approached uh, their residency requirement. It was a modified residency, and um, I, I really respect them and the terms of their uh, collective bargaining agreement. I wish the police would come along in the same way. Unfortunately, now in the city of Springfield, the police have uh, formed a um, political action committee where they can actually make monetary contributions to aldermen. That's something new just in the last two years. I wish that had not happened either, Greg. Alderman Joe McMinnon is with us on the news feed from News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY, the morning news feed with Chris Murphy and Greg Bishop. Uh, Alderman, they, we saw yesterday in the county, they, they basically delayed the property taxes in the county board meeting. Uh, they, they also have uh, given some breaks for businesses, especially ones holding liquor licenses and things like that. Are there any similar plans coming up for the city? What's the city been working on toward that regard, and are we going to see more action? We're going to, um, Chris, that brings up a whole new area of discussion. I'd love to, like to come back and talk about the fiscal nightmare oh, that uh, uh, municipalities are facing. You know, video gaming is, is dried up. Hotel motel tax is dried up. General merchandise sales tax is going. Our local distributive fund, which comes from state income tax, is going to have a problem because so many people are going unemployed. We've got a major, major fiscal revenue um, financial problem developing well, for the city. And, 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 um, and leave it to the kid to open the can of worms. Yeah. We'll hold you around the corner, Alderman McGinnon. We'll take a little break, and we'll yeah. be right back to get, uh, jump All into right, that. Joe, we, we opened up the can of worms here. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty, is it? No, it's not. It's a big not. can, too. Yeah, it is. Bad. Well, let's, let, let's talk about the city's finances right now. I think it's going to be worse than uh, 10 years ago with the Great Recession. I think... You know, we're just seeing entire revenue streams drying up. You know, video gaming being one, of course, that's an easy one to, where it's going down to zero, you know, zero revenue, right? Because uh, the machines aren't being used in the uh, all the restaurants and uh, taverns. Um, same with uh, hotel motel tax. We've got 80 90% vacancies in our rooms. But more importantly, the general merchandise, you know, sales of vehicles, um, clothing, um all that is, is um, you know, Kohl's, the department store is shut. Macy's is shut. You know, um, I think we've got a really serious revenue problem for the city, and which is will explain why I'll have two no votes on each of those two collective bargaining agreements for kind of some uh, identical reasons for, for, for them, and but for different on the residency for the one um, for the, with the police. But um, we really should do one-year contracts going forward. Um, because the future is so uncertain and unknown. We've got the virus, we've got a, a recession happening, and we've got the uh, the bear market and the stock market. And all of that impacts the city. With our, our local pensions, we've, we're taking a three-way hit, meaning that uh, the value of our assets that have been set aside to pay uh, future pension benefits, they've been devalued. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, the rate of return going forward is going to be less than it would have otherwise been. And then number three, the city's ability to fund the current pension obligations of what we contribute each year for the future benefits is is um, hindered, uh, impaired. So we've got just a major problem. I hope our mayor eventually puts together a, a think tank. We may need some new revenue sources. That's going to be very delicate. Um, and, and, and we all have to take a haircut on this. It can't be just our employees. It's our... our um, Citizens will have to find new ways to pay for city services. Alderman, 
you were kind of around at the tail end of the recession uh, and a lot of the cleanup that uh, that happened thereafter with the Springfield City Council. What lessons do you think um, were learned then? Uh, are those going to be implemented? And what uh, mistakes were made uh, during that time? Good question. I would say one of the most fundamental lessons we learned was it's very dangerous to enter into long-term labor contracts. Uh, Mayor Davlin entered into five-year, 4% raises contracts right before the Great Recession with our police and fire. Um, Compounded, so that was 4% each year for five straight years. Compounded, that meant that during that time period from roughly um, over over the five-year period, it started before the Great Recession, went through the Great Recession. That was 22% raises in the in the wage basis. Meanwhile, Social Security recipients were getting zero raises. Meanwhile, the general population was getting laid off from their positions, reduced hours. Everyone was suffering, but we were stuck with very um, um, expensive and costly wage agreements that paid out above and beyond what the cost of living was was um, doing. And let's remember that for police and fire, there's really three components to the labor agreements. There's the wage increase, which is kind of meant to take care of um, cost of living increases. Then there's seniority increases when you move to um, – uh, based on the number of years of service, and then there's a, a rank and position of pay increase when you move up from, you know, patrolman to sergeant to whatever, and same with uh, the firefighters. So we've really got to look at these labor agreements carefully. That's why I'm going to vote no to both of the labor agreements that we have before the city council um, for discussion tonight and then for a vote a week from tonight. Alderman Joe McMinneran from Ward 7 is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing, too, Joe, with two term limits here. You know, it's like it, it took me 10 years. I still haven't gotten your name down perfectly, but it, by the time you do it, you'll be <laughs> right. off the council. So, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, you talk about revenue generating and, and, and having to need more revenue. Uh, this is going to be some tough discussions. Where do you think people are going to be uh, taxed extra? I mean, I, I'm just assuming that that has to be that question there yeah i've got a few ideas i'd like to you know discuss them with our mayor and uh, with our city attorney i've asked for some meetings with them i'd like to discuss them with some of our uh, senior aldermen you know like uh, alderman chuck redpath he's been through this before and uh, uh, uh alderman turner she and i are the longest continuous continuously serving aldermen i think alderman donlin you know served um in a staff position for Mayor Davlin, he's got some good experience, and all the aldermen have good experience. But we're really going to have to put on our, our, our really long-term approach to this and do what's best for the city of Springfield. It's going to be tough. It's going to be, and you know, our state of Illinois is the worst financially positioned state of the 50 states. So uh, we can't look for help from the state government on this situation we're going into. And you mentioned earlier, Chris, you know, the county deciding to delay. Um, payments for uh, real right. estate taxes. We're, we're getting the same deal there on the, on income tax. The state of Illinois has agreed to delay income tax um, re- filings of return. So that will mean delayed revenue to the, uh, the municipalities because we get a, a, a revenue sharing agreement with the state of Illinois on, on some portion, roughly one twelfth of income tax receipts gets back to the, the localities. Alderman, who's the uh, chair tonight for the Committee of the Whole? It'd be Jim Donlin, Ward 9. All right, and he's going to be doing that from Zoom. <laughs> he's going to be doing that from his living room. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he could be. That's what he's done the last two weeks. Yeah. All um, right. 
Well, definitely, Alderman Joe McMinnerman. As always, we we appreciate you on the show. And if uh, you know you need anything, you give us a call, and we'll put you right on. Okay. Thanks, WMAY, for covering city government. You right betcha. On. All right, talk to you later. And, of course, we'll hear the highlights uh, tomorrow on this council roundup. That's right.